Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's six minutes now before four o'clock in conversation next with uh, Tembisa Fakute, Senior Research Fellow at uh, Africa-Asia Dialogues. So following political tensions between South Africa and the United States of America that uh, were largely informed by South Africa's close relationship with Russia, the two countries have announced that uh, South Africa will continue to host the U.S.-Africa Trade Summit in November as initially planned. The meeting will discuss the future of the African Growth and Opportunity Act, AGOA, which allows duty-free treatment of uh, goods of uh, designated African African countries, including South Africa. Tembisa Fagude now joining us on the line. Uh, Tembisa, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. And uh, the president in the interview with Show and Bryce Peace also speaks about how um, there are businesses in the U.S., 600 um, companies that have set up here in South Africa, are saying that they believe that there is a positive relationship between, um, at least from the commercial perspective, around what South Africa is able to offer um, companies from the United States. But at a political level, can we really say that all of the dark cloud that was there hanging over between these two countries is now gone? No, I don't think so. I think South Africa has has always tended to punch way above its weight. I mean, you heard what the president said during that, uh, when he made this statement that, you know, the Americans need South Africa as much as South Africa needs America. I'm not quite sure about that. I think we need Americans more than they need us. But, uh, of course, the president believes otherwise. And I think the other thing which makes things even more complicated is that, you know, you never hear South Africans um, condemning or speaking tough towards Russia and China when it comes to matters of economics and politics. But they've tended to do so uh, to Europeans and the U.S. And these are the partners that are very significant uh, to the economy and politics of South Africa. So where would you then put this relationship between the U.S. as well as um, as South Africa? Now, remember, before that statement by the minute by the ambassador to uh, the ambassador, the American ambassador to South Africa, um, Ruben Brickerty, he also mentioned the frosty relationship with the governing party. Well, we also saw the tweet from uh, Ruben Brickerty yesterday. You know, basically congratulating the discussions and the warm. Uh, relations that are beginning once again between the U.S. and 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 and, um, and America. I think the relationship at the moment between the U.S. and and South Africa is lukewarm um, at best. And I think there's a lot to be done in terms of working. I mean, we know, for example, that the reason why we had that reaction from uh, Robin Brickett is because the ANC and the government refused to meet it. Uh, and this came from uh, very uh, you know good sources close to action at the U.S. embassy, and it led to him taking the position that you took. But again, you know, we have the report that was published by, well, some of the report that was published by the ASEA government, but that report, again, does not give us the full picture of what actually happened. It relies on certain people who uh, did not have the way we saw of actually gathering information, and those are the people that were supposed to be, or to have been interviewed, and I, I one wonders, of course, how much reliance will you get from people who could not even get close to the lady are and expect them to give you reliable information. So the relationship is lukewarm, but I think it's going to, the both parties are going to work towards improving it, especially now we're heading towards November when that summit takes place, and hopefully South Africa will be once again included in AGOA. What do you mean once again included? <laughs> well, they are currently included, but yeah. since were, we've had noises from um, particularly members of the of the of the U.S. Senate uh, calling for the uh, U.S. government to exclude South Africa 
when AGOA is, is expires in 2025. So with these uh, rapprochement between South Africa and and the U.S., one hopes, of course, that South Africa will be re, readmitted or not readmitted, but brought in, in again. In other words, that its membership will be renewed. Yeah, the tone of the president is also quite different to what we heard from the ANC itself around um, the findings uh, from Lady R, and also what repercussions should there, should be there. Uh, when I was speaking to the one of the members of uh, the ANC's um, subcommittee on international relations, um, he was arguing that um, the ambassador should be demarged and there should be action that is taken uh, against the ambassador and like the Secretary General of the ANC had said, that he should be expelled. Is that possible at all? Would that happen or is it now bygones are bygones? Well, bygones are bygones and I don't think it was up to the ANC or sovereign government to do so. The U.S. decided to keep uh, Robin Beckett as ambassador, notwithstanding the um, you know the the, the the challenge and the problem that they had between themselves and the South African government, but they've decided that they were not going to pull out over South Africa, which makes many of us uh, wonder whether there's something much more bigger that's been concluded between the two uh, the two the two parties that is the two governments, the U.S. and the and, and, and South Africa. So I don't think that uh, Robert Brigetti is going to leave this country anytime soon. He's likely to complete his tenure, but importantly, South Africa will and should use him to further convince the U.S. that um, South Africa belongs uh, inside the Goa and taking South Africa out of Goa might just further deteriorate the economic and political situation in this country. Thank you so much for your time. Tembisa Fakude, the Senior Research Fellow at the Africa-Asia Dialogues. A couple of seconds now before 4 o'clock, we're going to be taking your calls and voice notes just after the news and also looking at that conversation about um, IDs that have been blocked, over a million IDs that have been blocked. And uh, the Minister of um, Home Affairs, Dr. Arun Mutualedi, saying that um, they have decided to unblock some of those IDs, but also conceding that uh, Home Affairs doesn't actually have the powers to block IDs. So that conversation coming up just after five, sorry, just after four o'clock. It's time for the news.